Lenten Messiah with Andrew Klein-Smith for MessiahFilm.com Session 32, The Goal of Faith and the End of Evil Welcome to you, my name is Andrew Klein-Smith. Let me read to you from Revelation chapter 11 verses 15 to 18. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign for ever and ever. The twenty-four elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was, for you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came, and the time for the dead to be judged, and for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great, and for destroying the destroyers of the earth. At the coming of Jesus Christ, at the day of the great wedding banquet of, of Jesus and his church, there will be no part of the world where evil will be able to find a hidey hole. The kingdoms of the world have become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Elsewhere in Revelation, in chapter 21, John sees the new heavens and the new earth in this glorious vision with the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven to earth to be the sign of God's dwelling with his people, making us new in his world. And in this new world, there is no more death or mourning or crying or pain. All the former things will have passed away. It will be a time for faith to receive its full reward, the outcome for which faith was given. And in this world, there is no place for any of the workers of evil, the cowardly and the faithless, and murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters and liars. These will have instead a place in the judgment of the dead, the lake that burns with fire and sulphur, which is the second death. The second death is a death which follows death. Hebrews tells us it is appointed for all people to die once, and after that comes judgment. This second death is a more fearful death. It's the closing of the book. It's the end of opportunity. All those who were excluded from this world are included in that phrase in chapter 11, verse 18, destroying the destroyers of the earth. We sinful human beings think we can control the impact of our rebellion and sin. But we're never the masters of sin. It's always the master of us. Sin runs away from us. We lose control of it, if we ever had control as soon as we've done it, and it runs a destructive course. We hurt and damage people. We hurt and damage God's world. Unless we accept God's saving work for us, we are claiming that somehow we can either mend the mess ourselves 
there's a very common misapprehension in the Western world, or that there's no final reckoning for the damage we've done. Deep down, I don't think anyone is actually really convinced about this. At least not without becoming impossible to live with. The person who really believes that there's no final reckoning for the damage we do, that person is a terror to the world. But the spectre of the second death does still haunt us. One theologian has put it this way, he says, we're afraid to die not so much because it's inevitable, but because we deserve to. But let us return again to the beginning of the reading. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of the Lord and of his Christ. Christ has taken his power and begun to reign. That is the great end to which all people of faith have their hope directed. That is the great end to which we are looking when the rule of Christ is full and final throughout the world. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we long for your coming again. Then we shall be what we should be. Then we will be what we long to be. Then all things will be made new. And no more will we be troubled by sin or sorrow or evil or death. So we cry, come Lord Jesus. Amen.